0: It's getting dark. We are driving along magnificent Highway 95 in Utah. My spouse, Chuck, and I spent the morning and into the afternoon hiking an ambitious, gorgeous trail. And we've been on the road for going on five hours. We were getting close, but we would not make our destination. It was time to camp. I was hungry and tired, crabby and jabby. You missed that one. That would have been a good place. Do you want me to go back? No, that would be a waste. We're already behind. A few minutes later, that would have been a good one. He missed the turn again, but pulls over, pauses, and says, I'm committed to finding a, having fun finding a place to sleep and setting up camp. He pulls out. A few minutes later, he pulls into a tiny graveyard. Let's camp here. <laughs> it was not super appealing. But we do have a fun evening, camped in a small rocky field next to two small graves. The lesson I learned is that by setting an intention, saying it out loud with no judgment, no agenda, and especially no lecture, Chuck changed the trajectory of that evening. Let's have fun has become a mantra between us. Last year, I read *Marrow* by Elizabeth Lesser. In this book, she tells a beautiful story of being the bone marrow donor for her sister. In the beginning, she says, there are three strands in the braid of this story. My love for my sister, my love for myself, and my love for amor fati. Amor fati. A Latin phrase meaning the love of fate, or the love of the life you have, the one you are living. In her case, the one filled with competition with her sister, the life where her sister will surely die without her and may die anyway after a long, lengthy, painful process, the one with pressing work commitments and a sister dying a drive's away, a day's drive away, the one, well, I think you get the picture, the life she had, her own life, love for that life, this little phrase worked its way into me. Love the life I have, this life. Now, could I do that? There is much to love in my life. But what if I love the part where my daughter is struggling? What if I love the light, life that is coming to understand genocide, whiteness, privilege, as deeply embedded in the structure of our country? What if I love a childhood that was hard with a mentally ill, chemically dependent mom? What if I love a big disappointment in an important relationship? What if I'm living now with a president and policies that scare me? What if I love the really hard parts? I did a 30-day experiment. Before I'd get out of bed, I would ask the question, what if I love my life, this life, today? That's it. And this turns out to be almost as slick as camping in a graveyard. And what if I love this life now has become a mantra. Asking this question lets things change. I started noticing pleasure of caring for my mom. Resentment diminished. I was sadder about the relational disappointment, but less irritated. Defensiveness, needing to get it right, and social justice concerns yielded to softness, patience, more tenderness for all of us. New options emerged. I found, for example, that I found when I asked, for example, can I love this life, the one right now with a sore hip, I often remember to rest rather than push on through. But can I love the life that I am living in the age of Donald Trump? Can I love a life that is embedded in behaviors that are killing the planet we live in? What about, well, some things seem just too hard to love? Perhaps I can just wonder what will emerge if I keep opening to loving the life I have, this one. I think it's a radical question. My experience is that having the intention to the love that having the intention to love the life I have creates room for joy lots of it in surprising places I don't know how I will have fun when I'm cold crabby and sleeping in a graveyard I don't have to understand how I can love the hard parts I just need to step into the intention and be there in my life as it unfolds. Come, let us worship together.